Section three of Mother Earth, Volume One, Number One, March nineteen o six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mother Earth, Volume One, Number One, March nineteen o six. Section three, Observation and Comments, by authors. The importance of written history for the people can easily be compared with the importance of a diary for the individual. It furnishes data for recollections, points of comparison between the past and the present. But as most diaries and autobiographies show a lack of straightforward, big, simple, sincere self-analysis, so does history seldom prove a representation of fact of the truth of reality. The way history is written will depend altogether on whatever purpose the writers have in view and what they hope to achieve thereby. It will altogether depend upon the sincerity or lack thereof, upon the broad or narrow horizon of the historian, that which passes as history in our schools, or governmentally fabricated books on history, is a forgery. A misrepresentation of events, like the old drama centering upon the impossible figure of the hero, with a gesticulating crowd in the background. Quarks of history speak only of great men like Bonaparte, Bismarck's Jews, or rough writers as leaders of the people, while the latter serve as a setting, a chorus, howling the praise of the heroes, and also furnishing their blood money for the whims and extravagances of their masters. Such history only tends to produce conceit, national impudence, superciliousness, and patriotic stupidity, all of which is in full bloom in our great republic. Our aim is to teach a different conception of historical events, to define them as an ever-recurring struggle for freedom against every form of might, a struggle resultant from an innate earning for self-expression, and the recognition of one's own possibilities and their attitude toward other human beings. History to us means a compilation of experiences, out of which the individual, as well as the race, will gain the right understanding how to shape and organize a mode of life best suited to bring out the finest and strongest qualities of the human race. The American Brutus is, of course, a businessman and has no time to overthrow Caesar. Recently, however, the imperialistic stew became hot and too much for him. The marriage of Miss Alice Roosevelt produced such a bad odour of court gossip as to make the poor American British ill with neogius. He grew indignant, draped his sleeve in mourning, and with gloomy mien and clenched fists went about prophesying the downfall of the Republic. Between ourselves, the number of those who will still believe in the American Republic can be counted on one's fingers. One has either pierced through the lie, all for the people and by the people, in that case one must become a revolutionist, or one has succeeded in putting one's bounty in safety. Then he is a conservative. No disturbances, please, we are about to close a profitable contract. Modern burgundies is absolutely indifferent as to who is to be their political boss, just so they are given opportunity to store their profits and accumulate great wealth. Besides, the cry about the decline of the Great Republic is really meaningless. As far as it ever stood for liberty and well-being of the people, it has long ceased to be. 
therefore lamentations come too late true the american republic has not given birth to an aristocracy it has produced the power of the parvenu not less brutal than european aristocracy only narrower in vision and not less burglar in tastes instead of mourning one ought to rejoice that the latest display of disgusting servility has completely thrown off the mantle of liberty and independence of dame columbia now exposed before the civilized world in all her slavish submissiveness the storm in russia has frightened many out of their warm bedclothes a real revolution in these police-regulated times more than one voice was raised against the possibility of a revolution and they who dared to predict it were considered fit for the lunatic asylum the working men peasants and students of russia however have proven that the calculation of the wise contains a hitch somewhere a revolution swept across the country and did not even stop to ask permission of those in authority authority and power are now taking revenge on their daring sons and daughters at the command of the good Tsar, are celebrating a bloody feast noting shooting clubbing people to death dragging great masses to prisons and into exile and it is not the fault of the vicious idiot on the throne nor that of his adviser wits and the others if the revolution still marches on her direct where in their power they could break her proud neck with one stroke but they cannot put the heads of a hundred million people on the block they cannot deport eighty million peasants to siberia nor can they order all the working men in industrial districts shops were the working bees to be killed the drones would perish of starvation that is why the Tsar of peace treaty still suffers some of his people to live in mayville with a transvaluation society has been formed the purpose of which is to bring about the transvaluation of all values in matters of love and the relations of the sexes the members of this society are contribute by word and deed towards breaking of all barriers that prevent an ideal and healthy conception of love the president of this society emil rusebush known in this country through his work the old and new ideal which by the way was confiscated upon the grounds of obscenity and the author put on trial it is an undisputed fact that robust a greedy columbia abhors every free expression on love or marriage emil rudebush like many others who have dared to lift the veil of hypocrisy was condemned to a heavy fine a second work of the author die egenen was published in germany his idea that the relation of sexes must be freed from oppressing facets of a lay morality that degrades every human emotion to the plane of utility and purpose i heartily endorse his method of achieving the ideal seems to me too full of red tape however i welcome every effort against the conspiracy of ignorance hypocrisy and stupid prudery against the simplest manifestation of nature End of section 3